The Nissan Champions Trophy podcast is brought to you by Nissan, official sponsor of the 2017 ICC Champions Trophy. Nissan, proud partner of Cricketing Excellence. We're back, cricket lovers. It's the fourth Nissan Champions Trophy podcast. I'm your host, Mzawa Molloy, alongside Peter Davies once again. We saw another plus 300 first inning score today in Birmingham. But uh, unfortunately, Peter, there wasn't another 100. Yeah, how's it, Mzama? It was a very frustrating game today. I mean, one, because the weather once again in Birmingham, it was up and down and in and out and off you go and come back on and, you know, trying to get your head around Duckworth Lewis targets when Pakistan were bad. It really was yeah. frustrating. Um, that was number one. But number two, Pakistan as well. I mean, the way mm. they played today, they'll be very disappointed. Everybody knows how this game gets billed as arguably yeah. the, the biggest game in sport, the biggest rivalry yeah. in sport, with all the billions of people wanting to tune in and watch and, and, and see how their sides do. But uh, Pakistan really it didn't go well uh, from the get-go, really. I mean, they won the toss and they chose to bowl. And they started with a spinner, which was a bit of a negative move, perhaps, mm-hmm. particularly when you think most people have come into this tournament and they've got the seamers out straight away and they've been looking to take wickets. So uh, really from the get-go, it was India's day today. Sure. Now, uh, the first three days of competition, we actually saw four centuries from, uh, from, those, from those three matches. Now, uh, today, unfortunately, like I said, there were no centuries. Rohit right. Sharma with 91 run out. But India's top order did fire scores of 68, 81, 53 from the likes of uh, Dawan, Virat Kohli and our friend uh, Yuvaraj Singh, respectively, which leads me to my trivia question. Who has scored the most 50s and over in Champions Trophy history? I'll give you a clue. It's actually two people, and they're from India. Bonus clue. Uh, okay, 50 plus. I guess, yeah, we, we're waiting for our fourth century, but I'll tell you what, if, if Virat Kohli had maybe like seven or eight more deliveries, he might have got to 100 there because the way he was smashing it towards the end, the 81 of 68, uh, six fours and, and three sixes, he really was brilliant. And, uh, you know, India, they started off fairly circumspect. Mm. They actually reminded me of the way South Africa started yesterday with uh, yeah. Hashim Amman and Quinton de Kock, exactly. just assessing the conditions without going guns blazing mm. from the get-go. Um, they were quite circumspect and they got, uh, there was a couple of rain delays uh, and then it looked as though they were going to get to about 260, 270. Yeah. But then when Kohli and Yuvraj Singh got together, uh, it really was brilliant partnership of ninety three. Brilliant stuff, and I mean, it's a great story. The whole Uvraj Singh story, exactly. Yeah, coming back from cancer. When I, when I when I think of it, he he was quintess, he was a quintessential pinup boy for Indian cricket in the two thousands. Playing with Virat Kohli, it's almost like because his, his debut was in the year two thousand. This is twenty seventeen. Seventeen yeah. years with the Indian cricket team and still producing. Long, long time ago, 2000, 100% correct. As you say, back in Kenya, I think it was at this very tournament, exactly, actually. It exactly. wasn't called the Champions Trophy. Knockout, yeah? It was called the Knockout yeah. Trophy back then. But the, he made his debut then as a, as what, he would have been an 18-year-old, 19-year-old, he, somewhere I think there. it was just off the back of uh, his ni- under-19 performances in, mm. the, in that World Cup, mm. yeah. So 17 years later, up and down, um, he's had some fantastic achievements. I mean, I think he, he's the guy who scored six sixes. In an over off Stuart Broad. I mean, that <laughs> takes some doing. That was here in South Africa. That was yeah, the yeah. very first T20 World Cup. 2007. Uh, yeah, that was a brilliant effort there. And, and, and back, to, back to his best, I think. You know, he's had a couple of health issues. Mm. In fact, just a couple of weeks ago, he had health, in, in fact, he missed a, a warm-up mm. game for this tournament because he had some sort of a viral fever or something like that. But uh, back to his best, very fluent, 53 of just 32 balls. And when he hits them, they really do stay hit. Uh, India looking very, very strong. I mean, Kohli, again, you know, there's a, a lot of pressure on this young guy because yeah. he's an absolute genius with a bat. Now he's the skipper as well, yeah. which brings about, about its own pressures as well, particularly yeah. in India where your every move is so, so scrutinized. Yeah. Um, but 83, so not that, a bad showing from him. Brilliant stuff from him. And then towards the end, we saw this, you know, perhaps the future of Indian cricket, Pandya, the young all-rounder, who also yeah. just came in and 
blazed three sixes. In fact, I thought that last over, because he hit three sixes the first three balls that last yeah. over. I thought, oh, hey, here we go. Here's another six sixes in a row. But uh, not to be, but he got 20. And I mean, India would have been ecstatic, 319 yeah. for three or 48 overs. Interestingly enough, when was the last time India scored plus 300, had MS Dhoni in the same batting lineup and didn't use him? Yeah, exactly. It would be interesting not to jump required. in. Not <laughs> required. Not required. Well, actually, in fact, what we'll do is we'll promote the youngster ahead of you. <laughs> See how you like that. <laughs> Obviously, a, a great show, a great spectacle out in Birmingham. Peter, you've, you've, you've said ad nauseum about your issues with the English weather and why they keep on getting these tournaments. Yeah. For, for a while there, Pakistan may have been happy that, hey, you know what? Uh, if uh, Duckl- Duckworth Lewis uh, plays into our hands, we could have a chance here. Well, I think that's how they sort of started their innings. They yeah. th- thought, okay, well, look, you know, if we can just make sure we don't lose any wickets, then and, and the rain does come down and it, it spoils proceedings, perhaps we can actually sneak something here. Uh, but not to be, in fact, after the umpteenth well, rain delay, it actually got brighter. <laughs> it actually got better. It, it did, it better did. And better. Uh, but unfortunately, the opposite happened to the Pakistan batting and uh, really only Azhar Ali uh, could, could, you know, hold his hand up and say it was not, not the worst uh, of, of days. Uh, Muhammad Hafiz as well, he sort of scratched around for 30 and the rest of them all just fell away. Uh, but I, th- I think the woes really started with their, with their bowling. Yeah. Um, and I mean, don't forget, you know, Wahab Riaz didn't finish his spell. Mm-hmm. Off he went with, a, with an ankle injury. Muhammad Amir also went off with what looked like a calf injury. So that's significant for, uh, for the South African game came later in the week. But I mean, it's, it's terrible when your front two bowlers cry yeah. off injured and they don't get through their yeah. overs. Yeah. And I mean, Riaz, f- uh, the worst ever analysis in Champions mm. Trophy history. Uh, so no, no wonder he was, he was aching to get off to the old sheds. Sure. 8.4 overs, none for 87. Mm. He was absolutely Spanked. cane today. So, um, you know, Awful analysis from him, and uh, and he didn't get through his ten overs either. So those two big spearheads from Pakistan, um, they're gone. I don't know what the story is now. Hmm. Uh, you know, later in the tournament, but obviously with South Africa just a couple of days away, that, exactly. that could be playing into the protest hands. As Devastating well. 124 run defeat there. India joining South Africa in terms of the wins column, but. Uh, be part of the excitement with Nissan. Don't forget to look out for Mitchley's moments and hear untold tales from Cricket's archives. Catch our very own Cyril Mitchley at Nissan ZA on Twitter, live during overs 20, 35 and 45 of the South Africa and Pakistan innings. That game is on Wednesday, Peter, but uh, we'll discuss that match and much more after the break. And we're back, uh, Peter, on Wednesday. The Pro Tiers look to get their second win of the Champions Trophy. Uh, I heard a comment the other day that it wasn't that, that England uh, series that they lost 2 1. I heard a comment that they said, I can't remember who it was, but it wasn't about being at their best, it was about being prepared. Yeah, and I think also giving everybody a chance, which they did. Um, previously, they've given everybody a chance during tournaments, mm-hmm. and it hasn't gone down too well. It's backfired big time. So in, from my point of view, the 11 that they picked against Sri Lanka for the opener, that, that's the 11 that should stay yeah. all the way through, if you ask me, barring injury or, or, or a catastrophic there. loss of form or anything like that. Any change I would make possibly is if Wayne Parnell doesn't come to the party, then mm. you could slot in Andili Pukakwaya. Yeah. But for me, pace. someone like, exactly, but the, the fact that they've gone with Mornay Morkel, I think they need to stick with him because yeah, yeah. he's the kind of guy who, the more he bowls, the better he gets. And he, ha- he is a bit underbowled. Yeah. He's had his injury issues. So uh, if he gets going and, and he has a little bit of assistance from the pitch, then he could be 
it could be really uh, an, an interesting uh, uh, option for the South Africans to continue. But I, I don't think they should look at tinkering. Mm. I think they'll be very happy with the way things panned out. Pakistan, I'll tell you what, they look down and out after yeah. this, this one today. So uh, how they come back, and as we mentioned earlier, uh, you know, they're two key strike bowlers injury darts against them now so uh, it's going to be a mountain for Pakistan to climb just to go backwards a little bit into that uh, India against Pakistan match you saw Shoaib Malik when he came on he looked in good touch he looked like he was starting to loosen his shoulders there fantastic run out by uh, Mr. Ravindra Jadeja I'll just call him Ravi because uh, it's hard for me to pronounce that name twice in a row Um, (laughs) great run out there but I'm sure they'll be looking to him to to spearhead them with uh, Azza Ali having gotten 50 in this encounter yeah, that I mean, yeah, that that run out that you mentioned. There. I mean, Ravindra Jadeja, <laughs> Ravi, Peter Ravi, <laughs> as well. <laughs> um, you know, he uh, he is brilliant because back in the day, Indian fielding was always a weak point. Yeah. So is Pakistan, but not anymore. Uh, the guys are chucking themselves around Jadeja at backward point. They're doing a Jonty Rhodes and, and and those kinds of guys. So uh, good to see. Um, but yeah, the the, the bowling is an issue for for Pakistan. I would imagine a couple of darts, uh, question marks from a fitness point of view. And then as you say, the batting, I mean, the, we already spoken about how they've lost huge chunks of experience yeah. in the middle order, the yeah. Yunus Khans and, uh, and, 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 and Mizbah and Al-Haku, who's also gone as well. Um, so you look at that Pakistan side and you say, guys, this, yeah. this tournament is, you know, it's, it's possibly a tournament too, too soon for you guys, yeah. really. There's a couple of good, talented youngsters coming through. Yeah. But, uh, you know, really, I can only see one side winning that one. If South Africa play in the calm, professional manner that they did against yeah. Sri Lanka, then I can only see one winner, really. Moving on from there, Peter, let's hear what Faf Duplessis has to say about that crucial encounter against Pakistan in Birmingham. Hopefully the weather stays away and uh, looking forward to that crucial clash against India at the Oval. We've seen what, what, what works on this wicket, but you know when we come back, it might be a different wicket again. Normally the Oval is a lot um, better for, for batting with a new ball. I think if you look at the England game two days ago, it was it was a very good wicket, the England-Bangladesh game. So I think that's the normal oval wicket. Today was just, for some reason, a little bit or quite a bit slower. But any ground we go to, we have to make sure that we read the pitch and make the right decisions to try and get the best total on the day. Now, Peter, South Africa have won 12 of the last 20 ODIs against Pakistan. Like you're saying, they should they should get the points. I think we will. I think if we play to our potential, we will do easily. I think Pakistan got too many issues, really, uh, both batting and bowling. Uh, sometimes in the past, they've been they've been sort of rescued by fantastic individual performances, um, but I just I just don't see where it's coming from. I really don't from either the bat or the ball. So I think if South Africa play well, and of course the weather, as you said, that's always an issue. Um, and it is up in Birmingham where mm. we've had a 100 percent uh, <laughs> record with the weather so far. We've had what four games, two lovely days at the Oval, and two awful days yeah. in Birmingham. So yeah. it's not going to be three awful days in Birmingham. But yeah, I think South Africa should have too much firepower for Pakistan. Sure. Now before we go, there is that encounter. Group A swings back into action on Monday. It's Australia against Bangladesh. Then on Tuesday, it's England against New Zealand, and we see Sophia Gardens being used for the first time there. Yeah, down in Cardiff, it's a nice venue. It's a pretty new venue, modern venue. So uh, hopefully that's, that's going to work out well as well. And hopefully the, the weather doesn't uh, head down Wales way. Uh, there's a few coming up later on uh, at uh, Sophia Gardens. 
uh, and in fact one of the semi-finals as well but as you mentioned as Australia Bangladesh and this becomes an even more must win we keep yeah. saying these games are all must yeah. wins this is a, yeah. a must must win for Australia after their game against New Zealand was rained out and of course England beat Bangladesh in their opener so it becomes absolutely crucial uh, tomorrow it's a day nighter as well yeah uh, one so of that's two the first yeah I think actually the South African game is a is the one is the other one that's a day night yes, as well the, yeah the Pakistan one mm-hmm. so just those two day nighters and uh, yeah so Australia really have it all to do I mean Bangladesh will go in again with no pressure on them yeah they did very well in the opener against England there they batted superbly the bowlers maybe didn't come to the party but again they're not expected to win so it'll free them up a little bit and uh, all the pressure is in Australia and I see that uh, Steve Smith was uh, having a little bit of a go at his bowlers yeah he perhaps the really worst bowling performance in recent memory yeah and, how uh, about that for inspiration yeah I mean the skipper <laughs> and the batsman says that the bowlers will take note I can tell you so um, yeah and they've got on paper a very you know a very potentially devastating quartet of quickies the Aussies yeah. Uh, so again, they'd be hoping to, four horsemen. to bounce back as well. The four horsemen of the apocalypse coming over the horizon there at the Oval. Uh, I'd expect the Aussies to bounce back with their, their typical tenacious Aussie style. Yeah. And uh, I can only see one winner there as well, the Aussies. So you better remember to visit Nissan South Africa on Facebook or Twitter during all of the Proteus matches to see Sean's Fiverr. Five photos in five minutes from Nissan ambassador Sean Pollock for a different take on the game. Peter... Who do you see as the power player in this coming week? The power player, whew, that's, a, that's a tough one. I mean, uh, there's so many individuals in each side. Um, you won't have Chris Wilkes, though, so you don't have to worry Chris about Wilkes, that. Chris Wilkes, we won't have him, but we might have another Englishman, Ben Stokes. Uh, nice rhyming slang there with <laughs> Chris Wilkes. And, of course, England, just quickly, that game is sandwiched between the Australia-Bangladesh game and the South Africa-Pakistan game. So on Tuesday, we've got England-New Zealand. I think Ben Stokes is a kind of guy who thrives on pressure as yeah. well. I think he's one of those guys who plays better the bigger the occasion. And those people are like gold. You know, some people crumble under the pressure and other people rise to the occasion. I think he's one of those who do the latter. So he, he, I reckon he could be my power player. I think mm. uh, on home soil, he's got a lot to prove as well. Yeah. Funnily enough, he's going to be playing against New Zealand, which is the land of his birth. Yep. So that, that's got its own little uh, interplay as well involved there. But again, you can never write off New Zealand. That should be a fantastic game, it actually, should. if it both should. sides play. And again, if the weather comes to the party, that's, that's the one down at Sapphire Gardens yeah. uh, in Cardiff. So uh, hopefully that one comes to the party. Power player, yeah, I'm going to go for Ben Stokes. Why not? Hmm. I'm going to go with Faf Duplessis on this one. I think uh, Salaf, is he the ODI vice captain? I think he is, eh? I think he is, yeah. Yeah, I, I think he, he always seems to pitch up when it counts for South Africa. He did the same with uh, Hashim Amla there after losing Quinton de Kock quite early in that encounter against Sri Lanka. So I'm going with uh, with our friend, our erstwhile friend, uh, Faf Duplessis. Sometimes a little bit underrated. I think absolutely. absolutely in South Africa absolutely. sort of say, uh, Faf this, Faf that, or whatever, faffing around. But, you know, to me, as you say, he's always come to the party when most needed. Yeah. You think back to his test debut back exactly. in Adelaide when exactly. he, he grounded out and he managed to enable us to escape with a draw. And he often... Reserves his best for when he's most needed. Absolutely. Remember to follow Nissan South Africa on Twitter at NissanZA during overs 20, 35 and 45 of that South Africa against Pakistan innings. Catch Mitchley's moments live with former umpire Cyril Mitchley. Hashtag moments that count. That's how we landed. Look out for that encounter on Wednesday between South Africa and Pakistan. But also check out... Matches against uh, England and New Zealand and Australia and Bangladesh live on your World of Champions. You're going to put on my trivia misery? Oh, your trivia misery. Because I've been I almost landed. I've been racking, racking my brains big time. And oh, I, I oh, oh, thank you I for that. I think you got I, me again. You sure, me I, again. Look, oh. look, if, you, if you're good, you're good. If you're good, you're good. I did say it is two Indians, right? Mm. I did say that. So, 
The two men at the top of that trivia list is a certain Ganguly. Mm, Sorry, Ganguly. And Raul Dravid. Dravid, really? really? Ganguly with uh, the wall. That's unusual. (laughs) Ganguly with 350s and 300s. But Ganguly, uh, he didn't score uh, in his... In his time playing the Champions Trophy between 1998 and 2009, he scored 650s. 650s, okay. And he's part of the commentary team as well. Well done, Sorev. Come on. That's how we landed, folks. Speak to you next time.